Hi guys, welcome back again to another episode of Ali News Sport Podcast. And once again, we'll be taking you through everything sporting events that has gone down on New York campus over the past week. My name is Fashesin David, and with me is your guy himself, Ali. Ali, how are you doing? Yeah, good afternoon, everybody. It's nice to meet you. Nice to be back. Ali, are you hungry? Ali. <laughs> Ali. After the kind of day we had yesterday, you listen to your own self now. I see how your voice is. Well, well, guys, we had a very, 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 very stressful day yesterday. So, please bear with us. My voice is cracked. Ali sounded like he's hungry. So, please bear with us. But I'm pretty sure this show is going to be exciting. It always. Whether, whether, whether we are, we are hungry or we are sad or we are happy. Must not affect you guys. You guys must have a fantastic show. So, yes, we have a lot of things to talk about today. And... We will be touching on different sports today. First, we are going to be talking about basketball, OU female basketball, because they had a game against the Oli Oli Babes. The game went down on the 13th of May, which was yesterday. And we'll be talking about the East Coast Sports League, where the Giants are trampling on everyone, showing everybody why they are really Giants. And we'll also be talking about the invitation out that happened over the weekend also, where the contingents of artists from the Joseph Ibabala University were in town and they they participated in the in the host of in the host of sports a lot of sports and guys stick with us as we take you through this enjoyable ride. Welcome back, guys. Welcome back, guys. So, first, we'll be talking about the game between the OAU female basketballers and the Oli Oli Babes. Our Nuga gold medalists were back in action over the weekend. And it just shows that they were a little rusty because they lost the game narrowly 28 points to 31. So, it's a three point loss, which was very, very narrow. It's a very, very narrow loss in basketball. The girls gave their all, bearing in mind that this is their first external game. Ali, am I right? No, I, the, the, it was always going to be a tough game for those ladies, but uh, I mean, somebody said the reward for good work is more work, so they, they did very well. I think at the beginning, they were leading 14 points to two from what I had, and then all of a sudden, it was it was closely contested. I think it was 2018 or 1816. Then from the moment those Oli Oli babes hit the 25 points and then they went over it, that was it. So it was just Oli 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 all through and then it was 28 to 31. I had to I had a chat with the director who was there for the better part of the game, and he said like those scales just it's like they turned the corner during the game. So Ali, do you think it's because? These girls have not really had so much competition since the Nora games. Do you think that's why they lost the game? No, I don't think so. I think uh, basketball, being the kind of sport that it is, someone must always win, even if he has to take overtime. So, yeah, definitely. Uh, it can swing either side. When two good sides play against themselves, the result can go either way. So, uh, heads up to those ladies. They really gave their best. I'm sure they played their hearts out. and. Oli Oli Queens, Oli Oli Bips just, just probably just had the better day and 
I mean, they, can, they, are, they will go again. They had a chance. The likes of Jola, they played very well anyway. Jola, Ife, for the brief, for the little time I was there, uh, it was just uh, unfortunate not to have um, gone their way. Well, we want to tell the ladies we are very, very proud of them because, like I've been saying, they've not really had so much games since the Nuga game. So that game yesterday was a very, very good eye-opener for them. It was a very, very good one for them to just try to get match sharpness because you cannot see how much games the Lee Olympics have been playing. And I think that the reason that affected us was the fact that we were no match sharp. I, that's what I would say because having such a large lead then throwing it all the way out, I don't blame it on match sharpness because, come on. Well, anyways, that's it with the girls and I'm pretty sure they, they've learned a lot from yesterday's defeat and They'll be taking that going forward. They'll be taking, they're taking the lessons going forward. I'm, yeah, I'm pretty they sure will, they will definitely take the lessons. But, uh, but I don't know so much about uh, the match sharpness part. But I just think that, I mean, they were leading 14-2. I mean, but eventually lost 28 to three points. I think it's more about the. I think I will go more with the opponents turning the corner during the point during the game, and then maybe just slipped out of their grabs. But I still don't think it was a very bad game. Uh, no, it was, that it I was not. I was not with the match throughout. Mm. But uh, I just think the girls they were just unlucky to have lost that one. Yeah, they lost by one possession, which isn't bad. So guys, we'll be going straight into the ISL. This goes personally, bearing in mind that um, PJT have dropped out from the competition. So we now have five teams, meaning we have two games per each match day, right? So now, over the weekend, we had a game on Friday between the Giants and Jungle Boys, right? Yes, yes, yes. Between yeah. the Giants and Jungle Boys, and then on Saturday was a game between Volta FC and Classic Royals. The game with Volta FC and Classic Royals ended in a very, very surprising fashion. With Volta FC coming out on top, three goals to nil in that one. Though they were at home, but you'd have expected Classic Royals to actually do better, bearing in mind that they won the, the first leg, five goals to one. Honestly, Ali, I was there for the time parts of the time moments of the game, and it felt like Volta played like they had a point to prove. It felt like Classic Royals were a little complacent Bearing in mind that they won the first leg, five goals to one, they were like they were they were they were more of the more of the notion that come on, it's Volta, we can we can beat them. And shout out to Volta because they turned up yesterday and everything was just going their way. And shout out to Fermi, scored two amazing goals for for Volta yesterday. But honestly, Ali, what do you think could have been a problem for Classic Royals? Well, um, I think I'm going to go with you on complacency. Uh, those boys didn't look sharp yesterday. They have the best striker in the league. They have one of the best midfielders in the league. Yeah, they have the highest scorer. And uh, uh, since they topped the table, I think in match week three, they've played about four games, lost all four, not gotten any point out of them. They've uh, like they are walking in cobwebs, and so they are going up a gum tree. It's 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 it's, it's just worsening. It's like you. It's like uh, when the Giants were abysmal in the first half of the league. Yeah. And yesterday during the Classic Royale game, I think there are two sides to considering very early in the game. Uh, number one, if you can manage to turn it around, uh, it can show. Okay, maybe you are able to gather yourselves, um, pick up yourselves after considering very early, and then find your sharpness again and use that same 
uh, that same uh, momentum to go again and then maybe win the game or get a point out of it. But they considered within two minutes from an own goal. And yeah. um, the own goal, you can blame it on lack of communication. Exactly, because, between uh, the goalkeeper and the defender. Because it was, it was, it was really an unfortunate one. And to concede that early in a game that important, judging from the fact that they are coming from the back of a 3-2 loss to OE Giants at home. Yeah. So I think it sort of affected them. And they also, they were not without their moments in the game. Uh, they played the ball wide quite often. The fullback did not really do enough to get those balls in the box. And really, they, they didn't impose themselves enough in the game. The, the midfielders could not create enough. The strikers did not impose themselves well enough. Even Josh managed to get into some spaces. They, they didn't worry the goalkeeper At all. well enough. The, the goalkeeper was comfortable. It was, it, was, it was just very dull from Classic Royals. And not an acceptable performance, if you ask me. They didn't even, they didn't even put up a fight at all. I can, I think, I think we can say that they were, they were taken by surprise against Volta. They were shocked at the way Volta came out, came out on them that game. And well, the team who wanted it more won it for me. That is, that's what I'm going to say because that's the only explanation to. Yeah. From 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 Volta's perspective. Uh, I think VDP has done well to yeah, sharpen they've done, those they've balls. Yeah, they've done very, very well, to be honest. Because coming from about bottom of the table... They lost the first two games of the season, you Yeah, know? coming from... And I don't think they've lost ever since. Coming from that kind of position to where they're currently are now, I think they are third or fourth on the table. Um, so coming from that kind of position to where they currently are, I think, I think you really have to give their give them their flowers. They've done very, very well. They are fourth on the table. Same points with the second position. Only only was enough by goal difference. They are on zero and Jungle Boys is on five. They are on yeah. um, zero goal difference. Same as Marlins FC, who got the three points and three goals and benefit of PJT this PJT, week. Yeah. So they, they, they've done really well. They've done really, really well. And uh, uh, you have to give kudos to Coach VDP and the Voter Boys. They've They've really like they've recharged themselves and they're coming out and firing with serious, with serious. Yeah, they're firing all cylinders. Honestly, I'm serious. They 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 have really done very well. And yesterday, I didn't really think they played anything special. I just they, I just, they were just clinical. They made they made the better decisions in the final. Third. Exactly, they were very clinical. So, they didn't have a lot of chances. The so few they saw, they, 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 they didn't play significantly better than Classic Royals. They just had the better decisions in the final third and. Bang, there it was. I mean, the early goal always helps. As much as it might demoralize the other team, it is, it is enough, it can be enough adrenaline or energy boost for the team who gets the early goal. Yeah, exactly. So, building on that very early on goal, they, I think they just, they just managed to add something to it from Fermi, and then later on in the game, they put the icing on the cake. Yeah, so that's that revolt. Now, on to the Giants. The Giants went away, they were away against Jungle Boys, and they came out of that one with a one nil win, making them get to your landmark of 15 points. Yes, I've always <laughs> said the margin at 15 points. And uh, because the league is small, and um, for, you to get, for you to get 15 points, everything good that happens to somebody in a league that small will, be, will turn out to be something bad 
for the other person. For example, we have three teams on 11 points. Mathematically, the, the league is still very open. Yeah. As much as all those three, they are still tied to contenders because there are three mm. games left in the season. Uh, mm. But uh, you know, it's not possible for all three of them to win at the same time. But, but you know the three games that this is in Giants and Giants you have the three points so yeah three points from PJT exactly so they still have three point three goals from PJT March next week so so it means no, not next week two weeks time so rather. it means technically on 18 points yeah, so it means they are technically on 18 points and they only need to maybe avoid defeats now mathematically if Jungle Boys maybe per adventure or Marlins if there's a winner in that game that they don't share the points that person will be in poor position to be a title contender because they could still go as high as nine as 20 points do you get what i'm saying now now this is where it gets even more interesting i think the last two games of the giants will be against volta and and marlins. against marlins yes so win one of those games and i think they are champions already i don't i think i just think they need to avoid defeats but if they win one they definitely they definitely steal the league but if they even if they don't win it uh it depends on it will now have to depend on what the other teams play because jungle boys will play marlins in the next game and if it's two of them are 11 on 11 points both of them cannot win at the same time so if they even draw it makes it even a whole lot better do you get what i'm saying yeah. but if it might if someone one of them manages to win that means that person is in position to still make up to 20 points then they can put the giants under a little bit of pressure to then compulsorily make sure that they win a, win the game or at least try to you get what i'm trying to try to draw if they pick up a draw in the last two games but PJT point, that will be 20 points. If the corona up win all the remaining three games, that's 20 points apiece. It will now go down to goal difference, so it will go down the wire. So in order to avoid all forms of mathematical permutations and combinations, Giants just need to win the own games and just just sort it out like that. And honestly, we have to give a very big kudos to the Giants and then the coaching crew of the Giants, the coach of Giants, because they won just one out of their first three games. They won the first game of the season lost the next two back to back and then they've been winning ever since i think we have to, we have to give a very very big kudos to those guys because they, they they understood what it meant they understood what it meant to turn the jets and then they were like oh we are the giants we cannot keep losing this way and they turned it up and since then they've been just untouchable beating everybody home and they didn't even care where you're from and which is very very nice very very nice for them i mean it's what you expect they are giants for a reason so all those we have to give kudos to them. Won't you be? Jokes aside, it's, it's what you expect. The the OE they've they've been the they've been the pride of the university. So I mean they they've always played they've always played very well and I mean in a league of six games played every week. Sometimes some things might happen that you might drop a few points, but. They've lived up to their name, really. And I think it's our way they've been able to integrate even the new boys into the fold. Yeah, and yeah like building, for me. They've been building their confidence ever since. There's this guy that always makes Paletti scream. Mm -hmm. screams, uh, screams very very hard on a match day. Plays from fullback. Oh, uh, Toby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Toby, Toby. <laughs> <laughs> if I had to ask that potential tomorrow, is that boy? Yeah. <laughs> If I had the potential to worry, it's that way. I but, know, but whenever, whenever something is happening that it does not like, you will just start speaking English. Just, just, just look at this to me. Look at that. <laughs> but yeah, honestly. Shout out to Coach Valley. Yeah, and, uh, and Captain to Toiba. Yeah. Finally, he might get to win his first, I mean, his first trophy since being Giants captain in 2019. The, guys are, the guys are definitely well on their way to winning this ISL. And 
kudos to them, kudos to them. Yeah. So, now to the main thing on, without we're going to be entering into the main event. Yes. I'll call that the, the, main, the main event. And over the weekend, we had the invitation of, we had the invitation of Jabu, the um, artist from the Joseph Ibovala University. We mentioned it during the last show that we are going to be having a contingent from Joseph Ibovala University come into a campus, come to play a host of sports. Well, it went down yesterday, and I must say it was a very, very beautiful day for sports, Ali. Was, it was a very, very magnificent day. Some could even know where to be. They didn't know whether they should be on the courts or they should be by the tennis courts or they should be by the basketball courts or they should be by the football pitch. They were just, there were sporting events everywhere you turn, anywhere you turn. There was athletics, there was football, both male and female. There was basketball, male. There was tennis, singles and doubles events. It was a very, 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 very interesting, very, very interesting, interesting day for sports, honestly. I so, I think we should take a moment to appreciate what the Oluwanoni administration has been doing. Yeah, it has really lived up to the all-inclusive sports, as I said. Total sporting finesse. That word total is not there for, not there for play. Are you playing? Total <laughs> sporting finesse. So, shout out to Ayotunde Oluwanoni, leader. So he's a leader for a reason. Uh, he has, in his own way, it's not the best administration in the world, but I'm sure he has left his own mark. And, exactly. Uh, these things that we are discussing are testaments to all that he has done while he's in office. And uh, there's still a few more sleeves up, a few more tricks up his sleeves. And I'm sure that there are one or two things you probably like to see to uh, bring to conclusion before he finally takes his final bow. I mean, what the right has been? Well, I think at the end of this tenure, the man can hold his head up high and say, I did my best. I did very good. And well, the rest is left for the next the next director of sports to I mean I think he has set the bar very, very high for the next director of sports. That's a very sports, big honestly. shoe to fill if you are the one trying to become the next sport director. Very, very big shoe to fill. I mean, like I said. I know it be the best administration in the world, but really it is one that has left an indelible mark on sports on campus. It's one that people would always talk about. It's one that will always live in the minds of people and every student and administrator, and they will always remember the Oluwanoni's tenure for well, how great it was. Well, shout out to Oluwanoni, but it's been, it's but been a hell of a ride. But we're not yet to adulate Oluwanoni. Congratulations to Oluwanoni. And you can give up the adulation when you see him. <laughs> we are here to talk about OE Sports. So, so yes, yesterday we had a host of events, like I mentioned earlier. And Ali, where should we start from? Because I don't even know where to start from. I think we should start from the Spartans. Spartans are yeah. <laughs> The Spartans. And this is the athletics team of the Oval Family at Abolobo University. Those guys train like they are going to die the next day. Honestly, they train like there is a... <laughs> And then yeah, we saw we saw the product of their trainings yesterday, showing the guys from Jabu that Pele and Shekbe Messi, or maybe we should just say define trouble. <laughs> that trouble you are define, you go see them. <laughs> or, may, or maybe or maybe you can just say Uzembo to Shekbe Salako. Well, that was on the lighter note. On the more serious note now, 
there were also verses for the Spartans against the um, contingents from the Joseph Ibabala University. There was the 100 meters event for both male and female. There was the 200 meters event for both male and female. There was the 4 by 100 meters relay race for both male and female. And then there was also the mixed 4 by 100 meters relay race. I'd, I'd have, I would have loved to see a 400 meter race or even a 1,500 meter race, but it wasn't to be the guys from Jabu they prepared for that. They prepared for all these sprints, and it was very, very nice to see. So, yeah, the, the, the results from the respective events. Well, for the male 100 meter race, in first place, we had OAU, second OAU, third OAU. The guys from Jabu came fourth and seventh for the male 100 meters race, and then for the female 100 meters race, in third place, we had AU, second place, we had AU, and first place, there was the only lady who ran the sprints for Javu. Yeah, if you want to go fast, go alone. Yeah. The, 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 saying, the saying of if you want to go fast, go alone, I think it applied to Javu yesterday. That lady was fast. She was quick. Honestly, yeah. she was. To think the fastest, the fastest female runner is running sub 10 seconds, and that lady got that. That 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 be the move. <laughs> honestly, honestly. Well, for the male 200 meters, I think the guys from Jabu didn't really live up to the hype for the male for the male event. The guys from AU were untouchable. There was a point there was there was a race that I call one and before he even won, his hands were up already saying, I don't win, I don't win. <laughs> there was one he came second too that he was he was just sprinting, 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 sprinting. He was unable to close the gap. So I mean, that one that I won, it was more like, instead of saying I don't, it was like, well, when you do me, I should. For the male 200 meters, we had OEO from first to third, but the guy from Jabu came fourth. And for the female 200 meters, OEO also dominated that one from first to third, but the girls from Jabu came fourth and sixth. Well, for the male 4 by 100 meters, really race, OEO came first, OEO came second, and Jabu came third. And for the female four by one hundred meters relay race, like I said earlier, like we said earlier, that lady, they push. She puts Jabu to first place for the female four by one hundred meter relay race. Oh, you come in second and third. And for the mixed four by one hundred meters relay race, oh, you came first. Jabu was second, and oh, you came third. So we had a total of how many events now? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven events with OU winning five of those and Jabu winning two of those. Ali, I think we must give a big shout out to the Spartans and then the coach, Coach Tazan, for the amount of preparation and the way they were able to dominate these races. I mean, they've earned their accolades. Like I said, those guys train like they would die the next day. You could almost think that their CGPA depended on their training. But <laughs> sometimes you just walk by in the sun, in the cool of the evening, you just see them lying on the track and doing one or two things. They just keep running around. Imagine training so hard just to run for 12 seconds or nine seconds or eight seconds. And next year is a new guy here. I think it's important yeah, exactly. that this game's coming. And then uh, for the contingents from Jabu, uh, the athletics, the, the, the efforts really show, show that they've been working on their own part. And, that lady especially, I don't know why I can't yeah, even remember her name. That lady is she's she's really something to someone to watch out for. I really hope they participate at the Prinoga next year. And let's not forget she ran without spikes. She ran without spikes. She ran with just socks. 
Well, it's a friendly game, so maybe such things might be permitted during the friendly game. Uh, but I think it's preparing for Nuga, for the Prenunga. I'm sure that when the Prenunga comes up next year, if the lady is still around, maybe depending on her program, I'm sure Jabu might consider, oh, okay, yeah, maybe we can have a chance in athletics with these ladies. She can pick up a qualification slot. And I'm sure games like this, as much as those Jabu boys enjoy themselves and the girls, the contingents, as much as they enjoy themselves, they are also looking out for, okay, at the next Prenunga games, uh, I mean, it doesn't get better than OAU when it comes to this part of the Southwest. Yeah. But when it comes to the Southwest in general, even if you write OAU on paper, people will always fear that name. But be it as it may, it doesn't get better than OAU. So if they can get those results against the OAU team, then maybe they might stand a chance at the Prenugal. And I mean, heads up to those contingents, they really gave a hell of a fight. Well. That's that with the athletics and the always pattern. So we'll be moving straight to tennis. Well, for the tennis, there was the singles event and then the male doubles. But for the singles event, OE won in straight sets. Yeah. Two sets to love. And then for the male doubles also, OE also won in straight sets. That's two sets to love. Winning the first set, six sets to nothing. And then the second one, six, six, one, six games to one. It was a very, very good day for the, the tennis players with Rafael University. It was more like a walk in the park for them, which, which, is, which is very, very good. It's just, like we said, all-inclusive sports. Well, Olu Aloba, uh, I'm sure that he was the tennis player for Jabu. Uh, no, no, sorry, Jesu Loba. Yes, that's his name. Then uh, and at the doubles, he paired with Maxwell, and then uh, they lost two straight sets as a team, but I could see the enthusiasm in their face. They enjoyed what they were doing. So for them, it wasn't probably really about the result. It was more about let's get proper competition. Yeah. Let's, let's just come and enjoy ourselves. And uh, to think that if they had attended the last Prinoga, those people might, those boys might have actually picked up a qualification, a qualification slot to Nuga itself. But uh, I'm sure they'll probably be looking forward to that next year maybe train more, maybe just try and sharpen themselves a little bit, play with some other schools and friendlies, and I'm sure they will get the results that they, the results that they desire. But Uluwaloba, oh, Jesuloba, he, he had a very good game. He enjoyed himself. He was full of glee yesterday. I mean, I looked in his face. He was, he was just enjoying himself. But we were just happy to play tennis. Well, well, that's that with tennis. And then we move straight to basketball. Move straight to the male basketball game. Ah, well, you know that when, when a small child bites you or does something to you, you can just be the small child. But come on, don't do that again. But the male basketball team did not think about that. They took Jabu, laid them on their asses and whooped them seriously. <laughs> well, the game ended. 78 to 33. To think there was a point in that game where the lead was just by 10 or by 11. And then, like, it happened with the ladies. The, male, the guys from, from, from OE just turned it up, like Ali said for the ladies. They just turned it up. And then they showed, they showed great defense and even great, they showed great defense and even greater offense. Just going through the Jabu guys like they were not there. And it was a very, very good outing for, for the guys from OU. Thinking Johnson didn't even play. Come on. And I mean, imagine Johnson had played that game. I mean, it was probably, it became unnecessary at a point. Um, you know, there's this meme, leave him, stop, he's already dead. <laughs> so, 
But I'm sure those Jabu boys enjoyed themselves. Yeah, sure. For, for them, it wasn't about the result, yeah, like I them, said. Yeah, for them, it was about the experience. They were just, they just, they just wanted very, to get the experience, good. the exposure. And Osho BC was fantastic. It was the, it was the best player on the court yesterday. I called uh, him Osho BC Iving. So he, he was just enjoying himself. Then uh, John, I think it was John too, that was, they were just dunking and I don't know, those boys, it, it didn't, for them, it, it, it moved away from a game, it just became like, they were just enjoying themselves, like, became, became something like they were just, they were just like, uh, like a freestyle. Exactly. Like a freestyle for them. And the Jabu boys too, they didn't play bad, really, in all honesty, they didn't play bad. They, they played very well. I think um, in the final, I think in the last quarter or the quarter or the third quarter, the, the problem that they had was that they were not getting on the paint. Most of, when you look at the paint, when you were attacking, if you check the paint, you find only OU players there. So even when they launch the ball and it comes off the rim or it comes off the frame or the board or anything, there's nobody there to contest for the rebound. So the possession just kept going over to OU and then they were not defending very well. They weren't really, they weren't really, they were very porous when it comes to defending their own arc. And, um, uh, they, they gave OAU so much chance to shoot, and those boys just kept dropping in every two, every three, and then it just, it just became, became uncatchable for those um, contingents. Then, uh, as I was saying, the Jabu boys didn't play bad. They had a very few players that I thought was fantastic. There's this yeah, fair guy. Guys there's, this, there's this fair guy who I like the way he moved. I like the way he played. And there's this tall guy too who was like the uh, uh, the shooting guard. Now they throw the ball to him, stands, hold it, and then releases it to people around the arc. But like he said, getting into the point, uh, getting into the paint. So, but I think the the they stopped doing that at some point. So it just went just went down, for, went down the line from there and there was no coming back, really. Well, bearing in mind that the OE basketballers struggled at Noga, I think it is good for them to have this win for confidence and also begin to prepare themselves for the next um, Noga games, which is next year. So it is very, 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 very good form of preparation for them also. So shout out to the guys and shout out to the head coach of the um, OU basketball team. Well. Now, to the last event that happened yesterday, football, Ali. Yeah. Now, this is where I can actually say, Pele will check my mercy. You know, love me this word. No, be me talking. Well, now to football, this was, was a very, very good day for the OEU team, both male and female. Well, we'll start with the female game. No, let's start with the male game first. When did the female, because they say what the guy can do, a man can do better. <laughs> well, the giant showed that yesterday. <laughs> and because of that, they've heard themselves the main event of this show. But <laughs> <laughs> okay. anyways, for the male game, it was pretty much a very, very convincing win for the Giants. They ended that game four goals to nil, mm -hmm. and it was comfortable for them from start to finish. They, they, didn't, they didn't actually go out of first gear. They remained on first gear throughout the game, and then they won that game for goals now. But also, I must say, shout out to the guys from Jabu, because they showed that they could actually play the ball. They kept the ball on the ground. There was no case where they had to rush. And they considered first from a set piece, and then 
from there it was just on and on and on and on and on, honestly. But Ali, I must say, for the OA Giants, it was a very, very good avenue for them to test their new players, which Coach Faleti did very well. Because in the first half, he started with most guys from what we call the B team. And they led the first half to go to new. And then in the second half, he brought in the heavyweights, I must say, and then it was, it was much more controlled. The first half was not really controlled, but they, they got the two goals and then it became easier for them. But in the second half, it was much more of keep the ball, control the game. They decided where they wanted the Jabu guys to run to. And then, you know now, when the skipper is on the pitch, when Taiba is on the pitch, you must definitely feel it. So it was very, very good. And that came also two goals in the second half, meaning the end of the game for Gustinio. And I must say it was very, very comfortable, comfortable game, honestly, for the Giants. But maybe there were some things I didn't see and you noticed. So Ali, what do you have to say about the game? Well, um, uh, moving away from the results, uh, if we look back at the football game, I think the Jabu guys understood or maybe they knew that, okay, um, the Giants were definitely better than they were, so they had a green plan. They played a lot of long balls, plenty of long balls, especially in the first half. They played plenty of long balls. They were playing over, they were bypassing the midfield. And I really think there were moments where they could have at least gotten an attempt on target and maybe try to walk the goalkeeper and possibly even score the goal. I really doubt if they had any attempt on target. Honestly. So uh, in the first half, I'm still talking about the first half now, they, I think they already knew that when the ball goes into the middle, OE Giants were closing them down quickly, winning the ball back in the middle. They could not outplay the Giants in the middle. There was actually a lot of wing play, a lot of combination. On so the wing. they started playing long, playing down the wings, playing behind the lines, and they had their moments, but really they, they couldn't sort themselves out. They couldn't really combine. They couldn't really impose themselves. They didn't have someone who could take the game on its head in the final third and exactly. just try and worry the Giants and push them back a bit. So it was just about all the Giants surviving one scare and then bring the ball back, bringing the ball forward and trying to worry them. So I think they had a goalkeeper. Their goalkeeper was a lot. He tried his best. But from the moment they considered that free kick, you could almost tell, you could almost tell that no, Alaraki was putting down in the corner and he did just that. Was a very sweet, it's a luscious finish, and <laughs> and the goalkeeper stood no chance. I mean, if you watch the goal back, the keeper was more or less rooted to a spot. It was it was a lazy dive. I might be wrong, but he he really stood no chance against that bend. They didn't move very well. The goalkeeper, I think, his starting position was wrong. He didn't read the ball very well, and that flight, the flight of that ball was no. The ball's trajectory was just straight was into the corner. Close. A very luscious finish. Very luscious finish. Uh, Malik getting the second goal. He has been worrying that defender for the better part of the game. And I also think the Giants that started this, uh, the first half, they were a little bit shaky. They didn't have yeah. that commanding influence. They they lost position a few times, and uh, especially on the flanks, they uh, they didn't they didn't really they didn't really pull themselves in that stride. But I mean, they are playing a competition. They are in the league. They are training. Very well. Those, those boys are sharp. They are. It's not like they are very rusty. Uh, like you said, maybe what you say it's in B, but mm -hmm. um, be it as it may, I think they they had their moments. And uh, uh, Malik scoring the second goal. I mean, the goalkeeper did very well. He opened his body to try and finish into the far post, but the goalkeeper got the block on it. But then the battle for the rebound, they won that one. And with another one touch, just found the back of the net. 
there was a goal that got disallowed as well. The referee or the linesman judged that the player who was already behind the goalkeeper, already in an offside position, interfered with the ball, despite the fact that the goalkeeper did not get enough to push it out of their danger area. But um, that was not still to stop the Giants. When Toyeba and Ko came in, you could see more command on the ball. You could see, you could see more, uh, more flair. And then the Giants just continued to just continue to add insult to injury. And I think Jabu, there, there wasn't really much that they could have done really, but I didn't think they defended very well in their own final third. And the one time they brilliantly moved forward in the second half, he beat, he beat the fullback neatly. That winger beat the fullback neatly on the line and he got a yard ahead of him. He got a yard on him and narrowed straight into the box. A very swift and hard cross. All he needed was a controlled contact anywhere on the goal and that was and that was it. But somehow the goal, the um, the centre forward managed to get the header on the ball and push it over the crossbar. I I was I was shocked that that ball did not go into the net. I mean, it was nothing from inside the six-yard box, not the eighteen-yard. It was nothing from inside the boxes, completely wow. unmarked. The winger had done all the job, just put the cross in. It was swift. It was hard. It even beat the goalkeeper. All he needed was a control touch anywhere. On the goal, and that was a goal, but he just somehow managed to put it over the bar. That should have been an unmissable range, but I mean, if they can miss from there, I guess it's not unmissable. <laughs> Actually, if Yakubu can miss from where he missed from, come on, nothing is unmissable. Well, kudos to Giants again. Bearing in mind, they played the game on Friday, and then they had the jab guys on Saturday, which is good for their fitness, I must say, and then. They won both games, so they must be riding very high on confidence right now. And now to the, like Ali would always say, the most important team on AU campus. You got it, you got it. <laughs> <laughs> well, the Giantesses also had a fair share of their results against the um, girls from Jabu. It was, as it was for the Giants, so it was for the Giantesses. And the Giantesses even went, they even went one better. So that's why I said earlier what the man can do. A woman can do better. So what the Giants can do? The Giants can do better. The Giants can <laughs> definitely go one better. So the Giants went one better against their their counterparts from the Joseph Ibabala University, winning their game five goals to nil. First half was two goals to nil, and then in the second half they controlled the game even more, and then they ended up with three goals, and then that one five goals to nil. It was. It was very, very comfortable for, for the Giants, honestly. And then let's not let's let's also, also comment the girls from Jabo, knowing that some mentioned that they had not trained for long. So it's a very, very new team. That was their first experience. Yeah, that was their first game and come on, what the team to play your first game against. Giants, they are hungry for wins. Now this is their second second win in a row. Back to back wins after back to back losses. And I must say it must be very, very good for the Giants and now they must be very, very high on confidence. But I think this has to be the last game of the semester with the exams coming in very close. But I don't know what the coaches have up their sleeves. I don't know whether Oluwa Noni still has a match for them. <laughs> I don't know because this has to be the admission where they've played a lot of games without any competition. So, but then, the start player yesterday, Kesh came on yesterday and then she was good. Jenny was also good. I think she was a stand-up player. Jenny, Jenny was good. Jenny was very good. You could hear people from the stands calling Jenny Island. And then every time she was on the ball, 
you are going to hear Haaland, Haaland, Haaland. we don't know where post day. <laughs> but then they she, play. But then she scored yesterday. She, she had her first goal for the Giants yesterday. She was already getting, she was already getting frustrated with her lack of goals. And then yesterday, after she scored, it felt, it felt like there was a pressure lifted off her shoulders. There was a weight lifted off her shoulders. And then she played with much more freedom from there. And then when Jenny got the first one, Kesh, the giant of the captain of the side, got another one. Yeah. No, he cash got the opener. Jenny made the assist. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was true. Yeah, she Jenny got the second assist. goal. Yeah, exactly. Jenny had one goal, one assist. And then that strike from Cash, I must say, was very brilliant. A left-footed strike into from outside the, the Into box. the corner. Come on. That was, that, was, that was a very, very nice finish. And then the second half, Bukola came on in the second half. And dropped and two goals. Got two goals. <laughs> To back and then there was a penalty and then choice the makeshift goalkeeper <laughs> wanted to enjoy herself she already tried to, to score Fiki Kelly as she missed and then she had there was a penalty and then they called her choice come and play come and play and then she had the penalty and then she converted which was good for her also allowing the game to end five goals to nil but I must say it was a very very was very very good outing for the yesterday Ali well uh those ladies, like you said, they've played a lot of matches this semester. And um, I think that uh, you can tell that female football is on the rise. And um, the growth is, is, I mean, is evident if you've been following. I think that game yesterday was about the 18th official match of those ladies since wow. 2019. I'm not very sure. I'll check the numbers on that. But uh, most, of them, most of them have been friendlies anyway. And uh, for those girls to continue to win like that, I think it's good for their confidence. And to be playing, to be playing um, such matches this semester, I think it helps helps those girls to integrate themselves, especially the new girls in the team, because most of the girls that started that game were not those that you would normally say they are regular. They would you would find a few a few of those new girls, those new girls coming up. The girls that normally they don't usually get plenty of match match player game play rather they got some minutes in the tank yesterday. Uh, I think it was Lagujo's first start since 2021, so she she um, she was very good. She had a very she had a very quiet time in her time with the um, Giantess, but yesterday she got a start. I think the first one since 2021 and. She was very good. She played about 70% of the game before she was subbed off for another new player who is slowly integrating herself into the team. Um, that's um, a new lure. Yeah. So, but uh, and on choice being the goalkeeper, I'm sure she must be kicking herself that no, I want to play. Of all the goalkeepers in the team, none of them, all of them were unavoidably unavailable. So they, we had to make, uh, we had to make. We have to make alternative. We have to make alternate plans or something. So, the only other alternative was to tell choice. We had to dress up and get the keeper's glove. And I'm sure she enjoyed herself. Uh, she, she, you could tell. You could tell she was itching to play. That's why she yeah. got on that first free kick, and it was a very good block. She, I didn't think she got enough force behind the ball. But the way she, she just tried to cushion the ball into the top corner, but the, goal, the defender was there to edit off the line. And uh, I think Jabu ladies, there's this fair lady, I can't remember her name. I think the lady at the back. I think it's Dami. She has, she has kick and um, she, was, she was pretty much solid. It's just that 
too much of the giant tennis is just too much. As for Jenny, she saw her ball come off the post in the last game against OU. So to have scored yesterday was, um, she was moving well. She was really, you could tell that, okay, it's like this girl, she don't chop songs before she come fit today. She was enjoying herself. She could have scored a hat trick yesterday, but like cash like Jenny, she too, she just kept, she just kept bottling everything. Got a goal, got an, got an assist from the same game. Then Buki just came off the bench. Immediate instant impact and then bang, two goals. You could see when she scored the first goal, she was doing this, yes, calm down celebration that yes, game just the start. Well, I'm sure that uh, those girls will be enjoying themselves. They, they, to have won 5 nil. the penalty from choice, just try to pass into the corner. The goalkeeper almost saved it anyway. Yes, she did. But I think he had too much she force behind did. it, so she couldn't parry it. Away from, I think she went. She just went for the safer option. Just pass it beside the goalkeeper. No time for finesse. Nothing else. And the keeper wouldn't dive. Just tried to get the hand on him, but it was too much force. So he went into the net. So I think those girls. Uh, Khadija wasn't really herself yesterday. She didn't really impose herself on the game. But be it as it may, uh, be it as it uh, may, the ladies they've just continued to show that female football. Football has come to stay on campus, and we appreciate all the support that we've gotten from everyone and the administrators. Well, shout out to the ladies winning that one five goals to nil, and then a big shout out to the sportsmen and women on number for me all in the campus, making us proud against the sportsmen and women also from the Joseph I. Babala University. And we must, we must also say shout out to the to the students from Joseph I. Babala University and their director of sports and must say it was was very very good it was a very, very good move for him from yeah, him to coach reach out Tunde Oyebode, shout out to him to reach it out to, to our law investors good. and then i'm sure the players gained a lot from yesterday's experience and which will help them going forward but then of the greatest bagba of the greatest bobo <laughs> we should have a, should have a, we are obviously the best the best school in nigeria let nobody come for me I said what I said. So, with that, I've come to the end of this show. So, yes, Ali didn't want to do the, the um, closing remarks last time. He's going to do it now, and he has no option. So, for me, over and out. Ali, close the show for us. Thank you, and God bless you. Shout out to uh, our sponsor, shout out to our partner, shout out to Big Uncle Yemi, shout out to. Shout out to Ola Kunle, who is not here again. I don't know. That boy has like that boy has beef with malaria or something. I said I don't go to again. <laughs> so, <laughs> so shout out to all our listeners. Shout out to everybody. The episodes are on podcast. The podcast is on Spotify, Anchor, Google Pod, Apple Pod. So do well to listen and do well to drop a feedback. We'll be looking, we looking out for your comments. Thank you very much. Oh, shout out to our biggest sponsor, our, our studio partners too, FM Studios. Shout out to you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, with that, goodbye, guys. Thank you.